Hey, have you ever wanted to create your own podcast and share your own light bulb moments with the world? If so, now is the perfect time to do so because audio is the future of the internet and Anchor is a perfect place to do it. So Anchor is a podcasting platform you can find at anchor.fm and it's what we use to create the Lightbulb Moment podcast. So Anchor is amazing because first of all, it's completely free to use. Yep, completely free. And there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. So I've used Anchor to record with other guests on a mobile app, and you can also edit on your computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you across so many platforms. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other major podcast streaming sites. So you don't have to set up individual accounts and try to distribute to all of those places. And you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum subscribers needed. And it's basically everything you need to record, edit, and publish your podcast in one place all for free. So I highly encourage you to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good luck. Hi there, my name is Ganika Pinham. And I'm Farika Pinham. We're sisters and the co-founders of Ida. If you're an entrepreneur or a new and upcoming brand, discover customer and audience insights about your product niche at thinkida.com because we are where your customers are. As founders of Ida, we've immersed ourselves in the startup world and become obsessed with all things entrepreneurship. We've learned a lot along the way and still are. And now we want to share that with you, our listeners. Whether you're already a savvy business owner, just getting started, or an aspiring entrepreneur, you are in the right place. Join us as we journey through the ahas, the oh no's, the why me's, the ups and downs, and those serendipitous moments when something clicks and it all falls into place. Welcome to the Lightbulb Moment Podcast. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Lightbulb Moment Podcast. This is Verika, and today's episode is all about time management and productivity. And the inspiration for this episode actually started a few months ago. So I've been wanting to make um, this like real or like short video about um, like time management tips and things like that. But I, I tried filming it a few times. It didn't go very well. So I just uh, posted a couple stories about it. And I asked on Instagram if this is a topic people would like me to do a podcast about or like want to know more about. Um, and you said yes. So that is why I'm recording this. I also see this a lot um, in like the Facebook groups I'm a part of or like, you know, reading blogs and articles and all of that. Like, I know this is something that it's kind of like a constant evolution, something that a lot of people struggle with, uh, myself included. <laughs> and, um, you know, you're constantly kind of evolving and getting better. But I did get a lot better at this in the last few years. I think like it kind of coincide coincided with the founding of Ida or like it kind of preceded it. So I think I was able to start kind of building those habits and then we founded Ida and those habits kind of help help me like juggle a lot of things. Um, so yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about that, especially like if you're juggling like multiple things, like whether it's a startup and like school or startup and like work or internships or like personal life, obviously like work life balance, social activities, all of that. Um, or even if you're like not, you know, even if you're like full time on whatever you're up to, like your job or a startup or freelancing, it can still be really hard to manage your time effectively and try to be productive, but also like, you know, not beat yourself up if you're not. So yeah, that's what this episode is about. I have a couple notes here. 
Um, so I kind of wanted to talk about time management first and then get into the productivity tips. And honestly, you have probably heard a lot of this before, so I'm not saying anything like groundbreaking here. Um, <laughs> I think if I had a lot more time, like I've actually done workshops on this because this is a topic that I really enjoy talking about. So I'm able to like really dive in more then and like show examples and all of that. But because it's just a podcast, I wanted to keep it pretty simple and um, have like a few key takeaways. So nothing groundbreaking or that you haven't heard before, but hopefully it will help you kind of reorganize your priorities. And maybe after this, you will feel inspired to actually implement some of these things because sometimes we hear things, but we don't actually implement them into our lives. So maybe one of those things will happen for you. So let's dive in, um, talking about time management first um, and why a lot of people like struggle with time management, all of that. I actually, so when I was doing the workshops, like the live workshops, I did some research into this and like statistically, like, you know, to-do lists like don't work, right? And, you know, people tend to like procrastinate a lot um, and feel overwhelmed by to-do lists. And also it's hard for people, like you've probably heard, right? Like most people go away from their new year's resolutions by like february or something like that so it is hard to stay on the track but hopefully let's start with like how you actually lay down the track and then we can talk about like staying on it right so as far as like figuring out first like what you're actually trying to do with your time that's super important because you don't want to get bogged down in the busy work and like the low priority activities um so i think something that's really been helping me is setting, um, so you, obviously you have this yearly goals or whatever, right? But breaking that down into like quarterly goals and monthly objectives and then daily or weekly actions. So let me talk a little bit more about that. So basically, like, let's say you have this goal of I want to start a business this year or something like that. So you have quarterly milestones then. So like, hey, maybe you spend one quarter, like, um, just maybe if you're in the stage of like, you don't know which business you want to start, but you just know, um, figuring out an idea, right? Like an idea that that speaks to you that you're passionate about etc or if you're past that stage maybe your first quarter is going to look like validating it so um identifying if people actually want it and if so who are those people like who's your target audience all of that and then the second quarter is like you launching the product or launching an mvp and the third quarter is like um you kind of getting some sales like boosting marketing whatever so quarterly milestones like that and you can apply that to anything so whether you're in school or like whether you're trying to like get a job or an internship or whether you're in your job or internship and you want to get promoted or it has nothing to do with your career it's like a personal goal like your health or your fitness or like even um, like fun things like travel related things or like things to help you step out of your comfort zone hobbies you want to start anything like that right so like if you want to start a podcast for example um, you can make it your quarterly milestone could be, um, and you know, if you're nervous about starting it, it could just be figuring out like what your podcast is going to be about, um, some of the types of topics or episodes you want to talk about, and then maybe the next quarter you actually record episodes and you invite guests and all of that. So, and then monthly objectives. So from the quarterly milestones, you want to have um, monthly objectives. So what I do here is it's kind of like twofold. So for the quarterly milestone, you want to break it down into like markers along the way actually i shouldn't be saying quarterly milestone let's just call it a quarterly goal and then milestones along the way um sorry about that but basically so like let's say you wanted to start a podcast and your goal for the first quarter is to like figure out your podcast theme and like what it's going to be about so then you're gonna have like markers which is like maybe first you figure out the theme and then you um 
come up with a few topic episodes or like the first few episodes that you're going to launch and then you come up with maybe the name for it and then your final markers like the branding or whatever and which sets you up for the next quarter so does that make sense so you kind of want each one to be like leading into the next quarter that you're doing and you can apply this to business as well and then what you can do is take those and insert those into the monthly objectives so um, let's say you're starting the year at like january february march and so you say like january i'm going to be focusing on these two markers and february i'm going to be focusing on this one and march i'm going to be focusing on this one so you can do it like that um, which is what i tend to do and you can also use this um, which is really helpful for like other things going on in your life because obviously like life is not always about attaining these like goals that you've set for yourself so having your months broken down like that helps you like put other big things so like for example like this month like i need to prepare to move like i need to find a moving company and you know ship my car and all of that on maybe a different month it's like hey i need to like um apply to these grants and scholarships like this major deadline is here or like this major deliverable things like that so you can um breaking it down by months like that really really helps insert other parts of your life into that and then daily and weekly actions which i think is probably like the hardest part um because you have all probably set these kind of like bigger goals but then when it comes to like actually achieving them is like when why most people fall off the track so you want to come up with like drivers that will ensure that you achieve them and you don't want these things to be out of your control so you don't want the daily and weekly actions to be something that's like um you know have 10 sales a week or something like that like let's say it's a business right because that is something that is outside your zone of control you want it to be if, you know, if you're trying to aim for 10 sales a week, maybe it's like you're trying to do 20 sales calls a week or you're trying to do 20 like meetings a week or you're trying to, um, if you have an employee, then you're trying to get them to do that a week or you're trying to host like a workshop a week or grow your leads by this much through an event that you are responsible for. So does that make sense? So you want your daily and weekly actions to be something that is in your control. So even if and ideally, like, even the goals are, like, achievable and stuff. I'm not going to talk about SMART here because I kind of, I mean, it is valuable, of course. But you've all heard of that, so it's kind of, like, there. It's kind of outdated, I think, at this point. So um, more about, like, making sure that it's in your zone of control and achievable at the same time. So if you've already set these out for yourself, just kind of go back and see, like, okay, is there a way I can refine this? Is there a way I can break this down by quarters? Is there a way I can break this down by month, make it more manageable? And am I actually looking at things that are in my sphere of control or am I putting the, am I looking at an external locus of control, right? Because then when you don't achieve it, it's really easy to pass it off as something that's not achievable. And it's really easy to get dejected and stuff because you set something that was never in your hands to begin with. So yeah, that's kind of step one. And then um, step two is taking this and doing weekly planning. So like hourly time blocking. And this is what kind of inspired this podcast episode is I wanted to do a video um, on this. And like I ended up posting on stories like how my week is planned out. And this kind of started accidentally for me. So about like two and a half years ago, I remember like um, I was getting pretty, I was like working um, like part time as like a testing proctor and I would get pretty bored towards the end of my shift and I would like start writing on a sticky note um what I had to do after work right because I would be thinking like it would end at like nine or ten I forget um and I would be thinking about all these things I had to do when I get home before I sleep so I would start writing down on sticky note and because 
I would get home so late, I had like not enough time or like I had enough time, but like I had a lot of things to do in a little amount of time. So I would have to like break it down by like very specifically. Like, so I would write like, oh, um, 10 to 10.30, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to have dinner or whatever for 20 minutes and then I'm going to um, do this other thing from like 11 to 11.30 or whatever. And the reason for that was because, again, like I said, I had a lot of these things to do at the end of the night and very short amount of time to do it before I had to like sleep and start the next day. And so I started doing that and I would notice like when I get home, I would actually do those things. So like instead of falling asleep after work or like being super tired or like watching TV, I would actually do those things that I had set out for myself after work, even though it was like late at night. And so then I started doing that again on the same piece of sticky note uh, for like the next day. So I would kind of put like, okay, like, hey, maybe it's late. So maybe I can take some of this um, other stuff that I had on my mind over to the next day. So I would write like 8 a.m., you know, maybe I had to go do this thing. And then in this block, I have to make sure to get this errand done because that's like the one slot of time I had to do that errand or something like that. And it actually started working out um, really nicely. And all of this I was doing on like a single piece of like a sticky note, um, just like writing super, super, super tiny. And then I upgraded eventually to like a five by five like notepad. Um, and I would write on that like Monday through at this point, I was doing Monday through um, Sunday. Like, I would write down, like, the hourly breakdown. And then only recently, this year in 2021, did I get this, like, planning pad from Amazon, which is what I posted on Instagram stories, um, which, like, has it laid out for you. And it's really big, so you can actually fit more things and, like, have space and don't have to scrunch it all up. I highly recommend that. I will put that in the show notes because it's actually been really helpful, and I'm actually, like, using one every week. Um, so I really like that. So... I really, really recommend doing this. You've definitely heard of like time blocking and like blocking off by the hour. Probably if you're like reading like these posts or mediums or like watching YouTube videos, a lot of people talk about this. But honestly, like I did not believe that this would work and I did not want to do it. Like before I started doing this kind of accidentally, like I said, after work, I didn't, I was like not a very organized person. <laughs> so um, I was organized in terms of like, making holding myself to deadlines and um getting things done like if I had like a big project or deadline or deliverable but I wasn't like super organized about like the day-to-day or like minutia of things um, which you might not want to be and that's totally okay but for me that ended up having missing things like and that ended up with me missing things and like letting things fall through the cracks right so if you're letting things fall through the cracks in that way this is really really helpful and like I said I did not think it would work I thought it would be too tedious I thought it would be like very boring I wouldn't stick with it but I did end up sticking with it because it's been so valuable and doesn't take a lot of time so what I do is I just do it on Sunday nights and it takes like 30 minutes to an hour max and then you're set for the whole week and it's super helpful and um, you just start with writing down like your meetings like whatever immovable meetings you have like whether it's for work or school or whatever Um, these days like zoom meetings (laughs) So you would just write that down and then you would fill in the gaps in between with like other things you want to do, which is like, you know, whether it's like working out or like you have like a social event planned or anything like that. Or like um, setting aside big blocks of time to do your your focus pieces of work, which I'm going to get into in the second half of this episode when we're talking about productivity, um, but like the big, bigger chunks of work. So this is like a huge takeaway from this episode. Like if you haven't tried this before, I really, really recommend it. Honestly, if I hadn't stumbled across doing this for myself, I probably would not have tried it because it just seems so boring and difficult to do, but it really, really works and really, really helps. Okay, so my third point for time management is 
having some kind of organization system that you use to um, keep track of all this. So um, for me, that's Trello. I love Trello. I know Trello has like other similar products like Asana, Monday.com, um, Sansama, if I'm saying that right. And then you can also use like Notion and stuff. But I just love Trello because it's like super simple. It has like, it does that one thing and it does it really well. Um, but you can also use Notion, which allows you to like embed Trello, like Kanbans and like a bunch of other things into like one document. Or you can use like a simple Google Docs or like a Notes app on your phone, whatever works for you. But I think Trello is really great. So I have different boards for like different things, like maybe like a personal one, like one for Ida, stuff like that. And you can have like columns about um, different aspects of that and like what you're working on currently, what's been done, like what you're um, backlogged on and things like that. So having some kind of organization system would be really, really important. Um, and you can use this to input those like um, quarterly goals, monthly objectives um, and stuff that we talked about in the beginning of the episode. Um, so you can have a reminder for yourself because that is super important. Like whatever you decide, like for it's a, whether it's a New Year's resolution or, you know, any like birthday goal or anything like that, you're you're going to likely forget it because as the days roll on, you're not thinking about that one thing that you had decided months ago. So having that front of mind is super helpful and then when you have tasks come up like when you have ideas come up you want to have like uh, a dumping ground for them but like an organized dumping ground um, so you don't lose track of things and you don't lose track of those ideas before I started doing this I literally had things written down everywhere like had random piece of paper with ideas I would write things on my hand like literally in pen I would write things on my hand and um, I would also have like on my computer sticky notes open so like the digital sticky notes and so many of so many sticky notes like laying on my desktop with different things like typed up into them. So like I said, I was super disorganized, had things all over the place. And having one central place and picking that as my central place really has helped. So when I have like random to do's and like miscellaneous things, which I will again get to in the second half of this episode, I just write that in the notes app on my phone. Um, but if it's something that's like concrete, like you know you want to do that super important, prioritize having the organization system of a notion or a trello or a google doc um i wouldn't say google doc would be the best one but if that's what you're comfortable with just so it's because a very long list and typed up you know things so i know a lot of companies will have their own google drive or like office 365 of files for your company documents and things but you should also have one of these for your personal um kind of goals and objectives too i think that's really really helpful so if you haven't been doing that already highly recommend that as an action item for this episode. And then my fourth and final tip for time management before we get into productivity is um, reevaluating and reassessing um, what you want from time to time because you don't want to be spending your time on things that are not striking you or like inspiring you anymore. Like, you know, if you don't have to, <laughs> that is. Um, and, you know, you don't want to be spending your time with busy work and like things that seem to be um, helping you make progress but it's like a false sense of progress and you know that like deep down you know that um, so I would say just taking the time to reevaluate and reassess whether that's like every month uh, for yourself like accountability with yourself or a friend or every quarter um, just keeping an eye on those objectives that you set out earlier and seeing if they still make sense is really really valuable and that's why documenting that in the first place is really valuable so you can see that um, kind of growth and change for yourself over time all right, so now let's get into the second half of the episode that I've been alluding to, which is productivity tips. This is going to be pretty quick. Like I said, um, this is something I'm still working on a lot myself, um, but hopefully some of these things will be helpful for you if you haven't heard of it before. 
So the first thing that I discovered recently is this app called Opal. Um, that's Opal, like O-P-A-L, like the gemstone. And it's an app for blocking out different um, apps on your phone. <laughs> now, the reason that this is different from screen time, because um, if you have an iPhone and you have the screen time you know, settings enabled, you'll probably notice, I mean, at least for me, like if I had, you know, five minutes on Instagram set, I would just keep pressing ignore or like extend the time or whatever the option is, right? So I wouldn't actually stick to it. Um, which definitely did not help with my screen time at all. So Opal solves that problem because it will like block the app. And when you try to open the app, it will say like, hey, this app is blocked by Opal. And then to use the app, you have to go into the app. You have to go into Opal, sorry. You have to go into Opal and request like, hey, I would like to use, you know, my phone or like this particular set of apps like social media or whatever for 10 minutes. And it makes you intentional about doing that, right? And after 10 minutes, it blocks it again or like 20 minutes or whatever you set. So it makes you super intentional because now you're making like this clear decision like, okay, I'm going to go in, unlock it for this amount of time and I'm going to use it for this amount of time. Now you can, of course, also like end the session completely. So um, if something comes up or you really need to use your phone, like you can just like end Opal completely and just keep using your phone as normal. But it's really, really helpful. Like um, when I started using it, like my screen time got cut, cut in half, like immediately. Um, which hadn't happened before when I was using the screen time settings that come with the phone. And also, um, if you're really feeling adventurous and bold, what you can do is um, enable a setting that makes it so you can't go back and request extra time for social media. Like until your session of work is done, you can't. So you can say like activating Opal for, you know, let's say like two hours of work, right? In those two hours, you can make it so that you can't actually go back and ask for social media time. So that's like if you know for sure, like you're not going to need your phone and open these apps for some random reason in between. And um, you know that you really, really want to focus and work during that time. Obviously, like other important things like your contacts, like um, and, you know, emergency services are still enabled. So I think that's really, really cool. They do have a paid subscription available and I want the free version and these settings still work. So um, you can totally just get it for free and start using it. And I would highly, highly recommend that. Uh, the other thing, of course, this I don't do myself, but I know it works for a lot of people. I guess I kind of do this like intuitively, but I don't use the app, which is Pomodoro. So if you haven't heard of Pomodoro before, it's um, this concept of working for 25 minutes, taking five minute break. And then you do like four cycles of that. And then you take a longer break, like a 30 minute break. And then you do more cycles. So there's apps that you can use to help with this. Um, there's the app that's actually called Pomodoro. Uh, which I think is a paid app, if I'm not mistaken. There's a free version of the app called Focus Timer, and um, the logo is like a red tomato or red circle. So you can use that, and it helps you with Pomodoro. And you can change the settings too, so you can you know, do longer cycles or shorter cycles and things like that. So I do this, but I don't actually use the app. I just work in stretches for myself um, and like just kind of play some like lo-fi music in the back, <laughs> work in stretches, and take my breaks. But um, if you want kind of that treat like that knowing that you're going to be done at the end of 25 minutes have this break um that would be really really good for you to try the other thing that i want to talk about is um this concept actually well this concept is pretty commonly known throughout like the ecosphere of time management productivity but um like i kind of first heard about this through this book called eat the frog many years ago um if you haven't <laughs> read this book it is it's not the greatest book. That is my personal opinion. Um, it is a very famous book, but in my opinion, it's pretty repetitive. And every chapter is about like eating the frog in different ways. And if that sounds weird, let me explain. So eat the frog just means like 
do the ugliest tasks first like do the most difficult do the most daunting challenging thing first um just like do do the damn thing kind of deal so eating the frog like imagine doing something as like icky or you know weird as eating a frog um that's kind of what the concept is about so the author just breaks down into different chapters like how to eat the frog better like like if you think about it like breaking the frog into multiple pieces or um doing something enjoyable before or after eating the frogs you know stuff like that <laughs> so um the idea is basically do your biggest task first um and like start that and if it's like a, something super big that you can't get in one work block or like one day you can do that throughout the week but start it on the monday like i would really really recommend recommend that um so you want to make sure that like whatever you're avoiding the most whatever you're procrastinating on the most that's where the magic lies like that's where the next level of you lies that's where like what you're seeking what you're going after lies um because if it was easy you would have done it if it was easy you would have it um, i'm not saying things can't be easy but i'm saying like if that goal was so um easily achievable you would have done it already you would probably have that already so there's probably something that's required that you need to do that you're not doing right now that you're procrastinating on so really dig into that and figure out like what is the biggest ugliest thing that i'm avoiding and do that first like do that um you know right after breakfast or your morning routine or whatever or like start that on a monday and like work on that throughout the week and try to finish it by that friday um really really highly recommend that this is something again that i'm still working on because there's definitely daunting things that like i'll put off subconsciously or consciously <laughs> um but i'm forcing myself to do that more and more and it really really helps and it makes you feel like more accomplished by the end of the day than if you had just done several small little things and it helps you actually achieve the bigger picture of what you're going after and then um my last kind of productivity tip here is i alluded to this earlier in the episode which is i keep my random to-dos and notes in my notes app instead of the actual organization system of trello or notion um because these are things that are like very low on the totem pole right and i think something and i have a lot of small miscellaneous to-dos right now like if i look in my phone i probably have at least 50 and like a lot of small things right and it's not even like errands it's stuff like just different things like customer service stuff sending different kinds of emails that are not very like important things like that and you have to just accept the fact that you likely will not get through all of this and if you do that's amazing in fact one of my goals for this month actually is to try to get to get through a bunch of these just so i can clear them off because it's still stuff that i want to do but i just haven't been prioritizing it and for a reason but i want to kind of um clear that up before i move so you know maybe you set aside a time to do miscellaneous tasks like this or maybe you have like an errand day that you kind of do this kind of low low tier stuff but just kind of accept that at some point you won't be getting through this entire list honestly i've had these kind of miscellaneous to do lists deleted and i like missed nothing from my life like when they go away you literally don't miss anything it's like when you have a bunch of windows and tabs open like hundreds of windows are like you know tabs open and you um get you like lose them you know like your computer like restarts or like something happens and you lose all of those tabs and you think like you have those tabs open because you're like I'm going to revisit this article and I'm going to revisit this thing and when you lose it you really don't miss anything um you kind of forget you don't care and if it was really important you will remember and bring that back up so it's kind of like that with your to do so just like the sooner you accept that you won't be able to get through all of it and the sooner you make peace with that you'll be able to give yourself time to work on the most important things because 
when we try to think that the to-dos are as important, that these like these lists are as important, we'll try to make ourselves check those off, which is still good. Like, you know, you're still trying to do something um, that at a point you did consider important because you wrote it down for a reason, but you know that it's not ultimately helping you. You know it's kind of like a distraction from the bigger thing that you're avoiding. So the sooner you accept that it's okay to not do all of those things, uh, the better off you'll be and the more peace of mind you'll have basically so that kind of brings me towards the end of this episode and i just wanted to reiterate on a few key takeaways before we close up here so um if you want to take away from this episode number one thing is to time block if you're not already or if you have tried it before but you didn't stick with it i highly kind of encourage you to try it again um see if something different happens for you this time and then do the things that you are procrastinating on like eat the frog right i think the most important thing is consistency so it really doesn't matter what you do as long as you're consistent. And I know it sounds kind of backward because, you know, you want to have good habits and stuff. Um, but you don't have to optimize everything, right? So you can just go and start and optimize as you go. It's like this, it's like the startup phenomenon on yourself, like approaching yourself as like an MVP almost, if that makes sense. So there's a lot of things that I want to be consistent about in my life. Um, but at least like time blocking every Sunday without fail for like the past, you know, two and a half, almost three years um, has been super helpful and something that I've been super consistent on. And that leads to consistency in other things because now I'm writing things down every week and like trying to go through the week and doing it or something doesn't happen. I carry it over to the next week. Um, So consistency is super key. So whatever you decide to implement, even if it's none of the things in this episode, um, just stay consistent. It doesn't have to be perfect when you start. It can literally be like a very watered down version of what you actually want it to be but you can optimize after because if you set the standard that you need it to be perfect when you start just like a startup just like an mvp it will you will delay it unnecessarily you might never actually get there too um so kind of like how i just started with sticky notes and like writing super small and like just starting time block for two hours of the day right those two hours after work before falling asleep start like that if you need to right or if it's a different habit like just start and optimize later. So I hope this episode was helpful and kind of gave you some inspiration or like energy towards time management productivity or like getting back to your goals or getting back to like what you set out earlier for your for yourself in this year and implementing some new habits perhaps. And I will talk to you next time on the Lightbulb Moment podcast. Thank you for joining and have a great rest of your day. Bye. Want to get a workbook detailing steps you can take for your business today, as well as our top recommendations for entrepreneurs? Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, take a screenshot, and email it to contact at thinkida.com. Thank you for listening to the Lightbulb Moment Podcast. We'll see you here next time.